0: I don't know about y'all, but I sure as hell didn't come down from the goddamn Smoky Mountains, cross 5,000 miles of water, fight my way through half of Sicily, and jump out of a fucking aeroplane to teach the Nazis lessons in humanity. Nazi ain't got no humanity. They're the foot soldiers of a Jew hating, mass murdering maniac, and they need to be destroyed. That's why any and every some bitch we find wearing a Nazi uniform, they're gonna die.
1: Welcome to the Truth to Power podcast. This is Curious G. Here on Truth to Power, we are imperfectly human, which means you're going to get conversations in a very natural setting. There's no editing to this. There's no practice. We just jump in the topics. You will hear some profanity Fuck it. on the Truth to Power podcast. We do practice self-censorship, which means we're going to try to be respectful in these conversations. Anyways, that's about the gist. I've got my man.
0: Ace Cannon. I'm sweating today.
1: Oh, we just turned the AC off. This is Bro. the struggle Ace that Cannon. we are putting up for Struggling. you.
0: Struggling. Bro, I literally got glisten. Look at this. I'm not joking.
1: Dude, I come from a place where you sweat through your shoes.
0: Okay, this is the worst place to actually say what I just said. Hey, I'm feeling great today, brother. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> it's that global warming, man. Also, it's El Nino.
1: Mm. I just like saying that.
0: It's la niña.
1: All right. (sighs) All right. Don't get God.
0: I'm not trying to, but...
1: So I'm just going to... I wasn't even planning on doing this, but I think that the way to do this is because we've been taking it verse by verse. And I kind of want to hear your opinion of the third verse, not necessarily the, the opinion of the verse, but... But kind of the, the words that I'm offering. I got you. Because um, I do have a direction to go to, right? Um, I've got some stuff that I researched, but I just want to get your two cents on what I'm actually saying here, okay? So before we get into the conversation, I'm going to break down the lyrics for the third verse of Don't Get Got. Oxygen thins as high as we is. We're number one, chant, give. That song sung like a whip. Blowing smoke up our ass a bit while we's tiptoeing through some shit. But just to cut to the quick. You're coming off lips like a dick. That side neck talking type of shit. If we number one, shit, what's that get? Reality comes slow as mail. We wait on her check to fail. That sweet lick tongue, never tell. Cultivated dreams that consumption sell. Like a rock, the future dives. Darker view, swim my uh, eyes. Some got, some got to get. Reality got like Ali, hit. Mm. What's your two cents?
0: <clears throat> well, I think. Well, I think a lot of it has to do. Well, obviously, I don't know. I can't. I don't know the event because I know each of them had an event. I can't think of an event. Right
1: now, that's off the Well, I'll, I'll tell you, playing the event is, it kind of summed up in the very first part of it. Oxygen thins as high as we is. Yeah. Right? Like, thinking America's number one. Oh, okay. Right? That song is sung like a whip, blowing smoke up our ass a bit. Yes. While we's tiptoeing through some shit.
0: That's what I say. It's almost, it's just like a phallus. You know? You just... um yeah, I like that. I, actually didn't, I didn't know what the thin... I didn't, ever, I, couldn't, I didn't understand the thin line, like the thin air. Mm-hmm. I, I thought maybe you were talking about 9-11 at first mm. uh, when you first started. Run it back one more time. Do the first four four lines again. I want to hear them.
1: Okay. Oxygen thins as high as we is. We're number one chant give. That song sung like a whip. Blowing smoke up our ass a bit.
0: It's like the classic college shit too. Like, you know, like everyone doing the same shit. Everyone talking the same, but you're just like, bro, but it ain't real and mm-hmm. like you just you're number one no you're number one no you're number one not bro, you are it's like that kind of shit
1: that's why I like that my favorite line on here is you're coming off lips like a dick. a dick Yeah, <laughs> <for> <laughs> that's sure. just you know and that's kind of the way that's kind of the way I feel like uh, George Carlin said something about how everything is just a stroke job in this country
0: a stroke job? yeah everybody's
1: <laughs> stroking each other you know what I mean? it's true though it is true it's very true he's
0: even preaching today
1: Mm. It's exactly what it is today well many so this is a little bit about this is a little bit about pride and um the way that we like to see ourselves and I don't know if it's necessarily um just the way we like to see ourselves here in America, you know, but I think there's a narrative that's given to us I think there's a narrative that's reinforced
0: are you talking about a narrative as in within like people's place or like status in society or how they are perception. perception of how uh, literally our perception in, in the game, like how we our are
1: perception of America, oh, okay. you know, s- saying we're number one, we're number yeah, one, yeah, yeah. you know, and you brought this up on, on one of the weeks that you were doing the research, uh, the newsroom that, that mm-hmm. movie that yeah, you yeah. talked about, um, and maybe some people haven't heard um, that episode. So do you want to give a little bit of, yeah, yeah. That?
0: I don't, I can't jump off the, like all the statistics on it, but it's a fictitious show with, um, a character by the name of Will McAvoy and he is played by Daniel. What's his name? Uh, guy in Dumb and Dumber. Uh, I call him the Dumb and Dumber Daniel. Yeah, there you go. I know I should know his name. I'm going to say it by the time, but anyways, a girl asks him the question, why, or what makes America the greatest nation on the planet? And, you know, everyone says these things. The Republican, I think, says, like, freedom, freedom, and freedom. You know, I think Mm -hmm. that's what the Republican says. And the other ones is, like, democracy, blah, 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 you know, like liberal thoughts. And then Will McAvoy says the New York Jets. And everyone laughs. He goes, no, 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 I'm going to hold you to this. And he straight up goes, you know, we're not number one anymore. You know, the only things that were number one are incarcerated prisoners, uh, people who believe in angels, And there's something else he says. Mm. And he goes, that's the only thing we're number one in. And he goes, reading, we're like 47th, blah, 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 blah. And he goes all the thing. He goes, so I don't know what fucking country, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yosemite? (laughs) You know, and then he kind of blacks out, but then he talks about the positives of it. But there was a time when we did, you know, we shot for the stars. We did these things. We puffed out our chest, but not because we wanted to, but because we thought it was for the better, for the world in general. Just has a nice little soliloquy. And it just sounds really good. And, yeah, but that's the premise of it.
1: You know, it was I. I watched that since I had never seen that movie. Yeah. What'd you think? I didn't watch the whole movie. It, I, no, I honestly. So, so I, it's
0: a TV show. One like on that, and that clip is really the best opening. That's what I watched. That opening clip, yeah, it's like the best.
1: Yeah, and it it really said a lot of things that needed to be said. Um, you know, and it's funny. I I kind of like. Looked at some of the things that we were number one at for the research of this episode. So here's a couple of things. When we mentioned different stuff last time, so if people are listening again, we're not going to get the same story, right? <laughs> um, here's what we're number one with. Fast food. Let's go. Fast food, boy. Popeyes, we're, baby. We're going to get fatted shut in America, yeah. boy. Yeah. Um, we have the most billionaires in the world. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. This, is, this is the place to protect your money. U.S.A. We have the most cosmetic surgery.
0: Mm, damn, baby, you looking good. <laughs> so you get,
1: you get mm, that fast food. <laughs> ooh, BBL, let's go. You get that fast food. You get all fatted shut. You get that. Hey, shit so, fixed right, up. baby, we got something you can get back to normal. Oh, we got the highest rate of divorce. Perfect. I didn't like you anyway. Oh, and you did mention the most incarcerated, but I got something a little bit that, that focuses in on that. We have the most murders per capita, per capita, and the most rape. Per capita, yes. Mm. Oh, and the most student debt. Awesome, and you also cannot get rid of it. Awesome. <laughs> we also make more pornography than any other country. Baby, Fuck you're yeah. never
0: alone when porn hubs around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I wanted to look at the propaganda that probably has given us some of the perception of being number one. And that's kind of what that verse deals with. Mm. The first verse in this song did deal with propaganda, but like fake news, right? Um, The the second verse kind of dealt with the people that are resisting things like the nomads. But this next verse, it kind of deals with the way that we get puffed up with pride by the images that we're kind of given. (laughs) So I wanted to go in that direction. Um, But before I do, I want to give a quote by someone. And I think it's an awesome quote. I love quote. Time. Oh, you know
0: me, baby. I love the quote.
1: Well, okay. like, but you know. So facts and truth are matters of life and death. Misinformation, disinformation, delusions and deceit can kill. Science and medicine can move us forward with the process of truth. Now that was said in a speech in 2020. So there's probably a reason why he said that misinformation and disinformation can kill, right? But the person that said this was the Washington Post executive editor, Martin Barron. He did it in a speech, I believe, to Harvard students Mm. that were graduating. But Martin Barron, do you know who that dude is?
0: Martin Van Buren's great, 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 great grandson. No, not Van Buren. Barron, B-A-R-O-N. (laughs) Martin Barron.
1: Martin Barron? Yeah, he was a journalist. Uh,
0: mm,
1: no. No. Boston Globe. He was the guy that did the investigation on the systematic child sex abuse by the Boston Catholic priest. Oh, that's the guy in Spotlight? That's the motherfucker that broke the story. That's the Spotlight I didn't know that was his name. Yeah. What was it again? Uh, Martin Barron. Hmm. So so think about think about his words. Now this is twenty twenty and he's given a speech to the students that are graduating from Harvard, right? Yeah. Facts and truth are matters of life and death. Misinformation, disinformation, delusions, and deceit can kill. Science and medicine can move us forward into the process of truth. And one of the reasons why I like that, because I'm a big advocate of science, right? Because I think that science is one of those things that doesn't lie to us, you know? Um, you can skew some statistics but the whole purpose of science is to find the um, truth and truth, testable a, testable a testable truth a testable truth truth yep right um where religion doesn't do that politics doesn't do that um, you know and I think that science is, is hugely important but to, to back up a little bit so he was a journalist and and we're talking about propaganda to frame this conversation Um So to frame a little bit for anybody that doesn't know the specifics of what he did, um, there was a suppression of truth by the cardinals of the Catholic church who knew about the sex abuses that were taking part in the Catholic church. What's interesting is that the courts themselves sealed documents to conceal the truth about the sexual abuses within the church. So our own judicial system is working with the church to suppress information. Um, but the continued investigation by this reporter, Martin Barron, exposed the Catholic church as having a history of abuse that ran through the structures of its religious leadership. Hey, hey, I've done lots of things to help people. Remember that time I sang to the kids down at the Sunday school? Yes, and you forgot the words. Jesus loves me. He loves me a bunch because he always puts Skippy in my lunch. You know, and uh, these type of stories have happened in in the history of the United States. From the jump. Where there has been uh, a journalist that has pursued some things. Yeah. You know, I just watched a uh, movie um, that was was pretty good. It's called Shock and Awe. And it was about a, a small group of reporters that were, like, questioning the Bush administration when they were leading up to the Iraq war, mm-hmm. you know, and they were the only ones.
0: It was like, it, I remember that crew. Yeah. yeah. Was, it, what, was it four of them? Or it's,
1: there what, was, four, how many was in the movie? At first there was two, Yeah, but then more people came on. I know
0: that. I, I think I caught that story one time on a, Like when there was four of them, because the, the one that I had called it the four horsemen Yeah, is what the, the title was. And they talked about someone that was a, yeah, that's, and then I never it, heard of it. It's a
1: Rob Reiner film, which was the dude from uh, All in the All, Family, yeah. Meathead. But, um, you know, but these these journalists, uh, you know, they hold the truth to a high standard, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think it's harder and harder for people like that to actually exist in the world that we have today.
0: I think so too, because it's, it, sometimes the, the truth is, and the fact is an unpopular opinion. And you know that's what it when you're holding it by yourself and you're standing there and just confused. It's like what it's true? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <sighs> I it, I have well, that's all I got.
1: There there it. could be enough people in denial to claim a new reality. I'm, right?
0: I that's that, that that's, I I just did it. I was you know what I'm going to say next? I have no idea. Of course, that's beautiful. Uh it's the um the TV one with um Oh my gosh! The Twilight series, the Twilight. What's the, the show? vampire chick? Yeah. Ooh. That, no, 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 not that oh, one. The Twilight. Me What's the Twilight Zone? Twilight Zone, the one where the girl is beautiful, but everyone else is actually ugly. Okay. So it's a flip. So the whole time, you know, everyone's just like, "Oh, look at that disgusting person." Ugh, <laughs> but you don't really know who's who, and they're looking at a perfectly beautiful woman <laughs> because she's the disgusting-looking one, actually. Yeah. There's a good Twilight Twilight Zone. Yeah. They're, um I've only seen a few episodes. But, oh, that show's awesome! But dude. the show is awesome. Like you know, I just, I yeah, it was Nick at Nighttime, and I watched a couple, a couple of them, and then I just never watched Nick, like TV again. So I didn't really watch a lot. But yeah, man, that one was cool.
1: So do you remember Watergate? I remember of Watergate. Well, you weren't was, alive, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just saying, like that, that was something that broke because of journalism. Yes, right, just like this, this other story, you know, and these people broke stories that went against all odds. Right? This was uh, the uh, President Nixon. Um, the committee to re-elect the president was using mechanisms of government to attack domestic opponents in the press and in the political world. They even broke into a psychiatrics uh, office um, to to you know get these papers from the Pentagon um, and and to leak them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like all this stuff was broken by journalists um would that happen the day you know like wouldn't nixon have that story broken the day or do you think that they'd have that shit locked down the day
0: it's such an interesting question it is a really good question because yeah. okay people never knew how bad babe ruth was as a person because he had the like the writers liked the aura of Babe Ruth. Yeah. So that was different than now. Now we try to find the people. They like helped him out and like didn't want anyone to know that he was bad and that's your hero. I think that they would, that wouldn't, they would find him. They would tar him, feather him, put him on the square. They would light him on fire because everyone wants to point fingers, but no one wants to take blame. Mm. Ooh, that's a quote right there. Write that shit down. (laughs) Um, And that's what it's, it's fucking true, bro. Like, yeah, they would burn that fool. Trump did, okay, look well, look what they're doing to Trump. They don't want him to run. Well, this is just opinion time and I'm no, this is no any which way. They don't want the fool to run again. He's going to win. Like, like bro, like we're going to make up all these false charges and just keep doing it for 15 fucking years. And it's like, bro, Teflon Don, Keep going. You know,
1: I was not a fan of, of Trump or his administration but I do think that, honestly, I haven't been a fan of any president for a long like, time. What the fuck am I talking yeah. about? But, you know, I, I, I think that he wasn't part of any big, bigger agenda. And yeah. I think that he fucked some shit well, up, which why? is why they've gone after him the way that they and have. It,
0: and it felt idle, though, mind you. Okay, I have this thought. I go, he exposed something that I don't think is going to be talked about until later. Bro, we don't need the fucking government. As much as they pretend like we need them, mm. bro. They talk, he didn't do anything. Like this is what they would always say. He never did anything. He didn't do anything. Well, guess what? The government still ran. The country still ran everything. People made money. So why are you infer- interfering with everything? When everything was going all right. Not all right. Let me find you. It was functional. Functionable.
1: Yeah, there were there were some things that happened, er, but I don't want to get into that But that's, but the, that's
0: I'm, okay. That's diving deep. But I'm saying in general, right? Yeah. But the same thing. It's like he was talking about fake news. I mean, it's there's we we hear stories constantly, like on both sides. We're like that's just not even true. You
1: one know? of one of my biggest issues was in 2020. We couldn't get accurate information about what was going on with COVID. You know, and this is what I think this dude's quote was about. <laughs> You know, when you're talking about propaganda and when you talk about what he said about how misinformation, disinformation, that stuff can kill. Mm-hmm. You know, uh I mean, look at look at the misinformation and disinformation surrounding the Iraqi war. Yeah. In that movie Shock and Awe, right? Like there's a soldier that's meeting in front of some committee at the beginning of the of, of the film and um he had lost the ability to walk. You know, and he was in Iraq in, for When he was in Iraq? Yeah. Yeah, uh Put the mic in front of your mouth, man. Sorry. Sorry, man. I'm trying to He's over here just chilling out, people.
0: No, nah, I'm I'm trying to take pictures for, for when we start doing some stuff.
1: Oh God. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was like, okay, if we're really doing this, I gotta get a couple pictures and stuff and Okay. <laughs> Sorry, man. My
1: bad. No, it's all good, dude. So uh I wanted to kind of talk about like the propaganda more than anything. And like the the way that we've been framed as Americans. Mm-hmm. I and, like this. And and, and you know, here's something. Um, the head of the Office of War Information was Elmer Davis. And this is what he said. The easiest way to inject a propaganda idea into most people's minds is to let it go through the medium of an entertainment picture when they do not realize they're, they're being propagandized.
0: Boy, I like that word, propagandized.
1: So, you know, this is the the head of the Office of War Information here in the United States, right? And and that's some powerful stuff. Right. Um like we I mentioned the the film Oppenheimer that we just saw. And I said, you know, this is one of the rare things in our society where groups of people in our society come together and have an emotional response. You know what I mean? Like we're having an emotional response to something that we see. If it's the Oppenheimer movie or if it's um Born on the 4th of July with Tom Cruise, you know, when that fucker <laughs> lost his legs and shit. You know, like we're having these emotional responses, you know, but yeah, we want Forrest to win. Yeah? You know what I mean? Like we're pulling for Forrest, man. Yeah, we,
0: I wasn't even a ping pong fan until till yeah. started playing, baby. Let's yeah. go.
1: And and this is this is America. You know, like we we like to frame well,
0: just the land of the free, home of the brave, like just that catchphrase, mm-hmm. you know, God bless America. This is one that I always think about. I think of the Olympics. It's like, bro, we love to push, you know, basketball a- athletes during that time. But when you come back home, shh, don't talk about anything. Mm. Shh. So that's the one thing I think we preach that, like we're number one, Um, education. You know, they always like to say, we have the best, you know, institutions in the world.
1: We do have, we, we do have the most. We have the most, yes. Institutions of higher learning. Yes, that is true. And they're very respected. People come from all around the world, but you know what? There's a lot of money tied up into those fucking schools. hundred percent. You know?
0: And so I, I was recently talking to a person from, well, actually an electrical engineer from India and he was talking to me about their curriculum. And I was just amazed because you never hear, like, you never hear about how anyone else is great. you know. <laughs> like you just really don't like, and these these guys were the guy, was just, he was brilliant. Like, I started really talking to him and like, getting into what he knew and everything. And he was still a student. Mm. I was like, so you're not like, what's crazy man is I interviewed someone with 10 years experience and you're literally quoting like things that he did. You know, and I don't know what it is, but like you're saying, a lot of times there's a lot of, there's a lot of good education in the world, but we never talk about it. I mean, it's only America. Like it's, we only talk about negatives of other countries and never talk about positives. All the positives are just here.
1: What, what I do think that we are number one in, in a lot of ways, is the imaginary world that is America. Like. <laughs> We're like, one <everyone> in delusion. <laughs> well, no, no, what I mean is like the stuff that we think that we actually are, like all about equality, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Great ideas. Oh, the premise is fantastic. Yeah. Dude, the premise of the United States of
0: America, it's the greatest story ever told. The greatest country on greatest earth. Greatest country on earth. I but believe it, it. But it took about one generation to fuck that up.
1: Uh, you know what I mean? I don't even know if it was ever really, really right.
0: Well, the, the idea the idea was, I mean, had that one time, if we just said it was a good idea. So at yeah. one time it could have been, but instantly when the human when when a different ideal besides the 38 people that signed that shit 72 38 I can't remember um, but anyways if that those people had the same thought but once you encode Cletus buckenheim over here to try to control <laughs> some new shit he going to say well i don't I don't know
1: i'm just using my let's be voice. real though okay let's be real that that early on thing would have been really good for me the the dude whose family came from England. Yeah. Right with money. Yeah. Right? With well, my, awesome. my 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 mother's second for, first person in my family born here in the United States. I'm second generation. That's white, Right? Are you first or second? Me? Yeah. I'm second generation. Second me and you were the same. Yeah. My bad. Me and you were the same. What you're saying now. Okay. Now. My bad. Now, if we backed up in time and we both were second generation in America early on, I'd be doing all right. I don't know if I don't know if you would. Oh, I would.
0: You would? <laughs> I'm that one, dude. I'm the I'm the one they write fucking stories about. Oh shit. What you dude. talking
1: about, dog? You going to rise above.
0: Dude. I mean, if there was somebody. Now, if people I don't bet know on what, myself. If
1: people know know what we're talking about here. My friend is L-L-Latino. Latino, Latina. Says right? when. Right? Like Hispanic. Dude, I'm Mexican, dog. Mexican. See, I don't even know the right way to put this shit, so I should really educate myself. But <laughs> He has he has brown skin. He has brown skin. <laughs> okay, And I think George Carlin said it best, and I said this before. Uh, George Carlin framed the United States as this, that we were slave owners that wanted to be free. <laughs> slave owners that wanted to be free. Ah, it's hilarious. <laughs> you know, and this is the point. You know, like, we talked about equality, we talked about these things, But I don't know if it's ever been Mm. what we've talked about. I think we've had moments. I think we've had moments. And I think that the story has has, uh, worked really well at points of history. Um, When it was kind of convenient for things to work. I think that's a lot of things, right?
0: Yeah. It's just nothing's a problem. Todd's a problem. Everything's convenient. This is all good. We all cool.
1: Dude, World War II changed a lot of things. People saw the world in one direction. Just like that football team that I was talking about that was going downfield. They saw things the same way after that experience. Things were good after World War II in this country for a while. For a
0: long while, bro. For a while. I mean, for that generation, you had half of your life, basically. Nah, 30% of your life Mm. has been very good. Very good. Like top of the best of everything. Maybe not on social issues, but at least- you know, financially and everything, the stability of your life about giving opportunities for your family was the best ever.
1: And if you think about this, dude, think about this. Well, you got excited. I did. So economically, everybody was doing pretty good. And what did they do within 20 years of things being pretty good following that that war? Uh, they started to look at all the fucking civil rights. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you know what I mean? Because once you, you get comfortable, yeah, we have to figure, there's always, there can, we can never just live happily. There's always an issue.
1: So, we get back to our, our thing that we touched on last week with Manslow's hierarchy of needs, mm-hmm. right? And, and we kind of discussed how, right now, if you look at what's at the bottom, the foundation of Manslow's hierarchy of needs, it's like we're under attack food, yeah. water, air, sleep. <laughs> sleep? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for real. For real. Yeah. For real. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like we're under attack. This is the war on the poor. Right. And so how well are we going to adjust to things that are really important, like civil rights, right? We're not going to fucking think about that shit. We're in survival mode. Yeah. Well, it's, have you ever heard someone say,
0: and I, I'm not saying I agree or disagree. Maybe even when I quote this, someone don't know who say it, but he goes, gender roles go back real quick in time of war. Mm. And I just, I think about, I, bro, every woman in Ukraine moved out of the country. Only people are there right now are men. So I've heard. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know anything. I'm an idiot. So, but
1: but that thing, you know, it's it is a time of mass migration. That is very true. People by the hundreds Uh, of fucking millions. I was gonna say
0: millions. Yeah, yeah,
1: hundreds of millions are fucking moving right out of. I think Yemen was that the Mm -hmm. country that like ninety million fucking people or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, dude. So you're talking about like people moving, and why are they moving? Why?
0: I mean, could oppression. It could part be like of it. Opportunities. Part of it. it could the be main human. thing is environmental. Uh, I was going to say there's not food. There's environmental, no Environmental, yeah. That, that's fine.
1: Yeah. Dude, this is why everybody's moving to our area. I mean,
0: dude, it's hot. I mean, we always tell people I always tell people here, Like we're thinking about moving. You know, we said all that stuff earlier. We were just talking and we say, well, better do tech, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you better be the top 5% in the world because, uh, if not,
1: I will not even say anything else out of that. But. So no country in the world churns out as many images of itself as a military hero as the United States. It's a unique cultural phenomenon. Those two years that I lived in, in Canada. Yeah. You know what, the, the perception, and I heard this from a, quite a few people, by the way. So one of the bands that I was in, right, there was, there was three other dudes in this band, and they are all Canadian, right, obviously. Um, French Canadian, which is a little bit different than just Canadian, right? The French people were very oppressed by the English. They actually fought a civil war and fought for their freedom. So they think a little bit differently. Right. So we'd get in these big discussions, these big philosophical discussions every Friday night before we went and did our music thing. Right. And and one of the things that they said was, Man, you guys are really into the flag. <laughs> Everybody's got a flag over there. Everybody's really excited about being Americans. And it, you know, I, I didn't really know what they were talking about because I'd always lived here. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, yeah when you're in another country like that, they're not as excited about being Canadians as we are about being Americans. Well,
0: yeah, I'm a French Canadian. I'm not a Canadian French. Like I'm an American Mexican. Same mm-hmm. thing like we were saying, like how, yeah. Huh. But well, you got to understand the French Canadian. I don't understand anything about any of that. I don't know. I don't know. But this, like when I'm, I'm interested in this war thing that you're talking about, mm. because you're right. I don't, because I never lived in a, anywhere other the country for a long period of time. I've visited things, but it's when you visit, you're not going there to like figure out the culture and to do all these things and think about things on a social scale. Like I'm trying to go to like, you know, I'm just, I don't know anything in Canada, but I was like, I'm going to something. But anyways, um, so I don't even know where I was going with that now that I think about okay.
1: it. <laughs> so John Wayne, He personally wrote a letter to the U.S. President Lyndon Johnson to ask the government to help him make a propaganda film about the conflict in Vietnam, right? The Pentagon supplied props, military bases for the movie, and retained the final script approval. And I've talked about this a little Mm -hmm. bit before, how uh, movies like Black Hawk Down, Some of All Fears, these are actually in part funded by our taxes, those two movies came out a year after nine eleven. Uh, Black Hawk Down won Picture of the Year. Yeah, that year. Good movie. Okay, so this is what happens where where you talk about final script approval. Let's say you wanted to make a a film, and I'm I'm the government. I'm going to look at your your script, and I'm going to decide if that story works for us. And guess what? You can use my helicopter. <laughs> You know, you can use my my uniforms and if. my military base to make your film, which is going to save you a lot of money if. if you let me see the final copy and I still approve it for release. Or you have to make changes that I tell you. Why? Because we want to frame ourselves that way. You know, like that that guy from the Office of War Information, Elmer Davis, the easiest way to inject propaganda is in, in the minds of people in entertainment.
0: Yeah, one thing I've 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 said on this podcast is if you ever want to see the future, watch a movie. Mm. It's because I've I've always think that they're conditioning. Like I've, I've you know, when you when you think something and then you hear something and you're just like, oh, I'm not the only person that thinks that. Yeah, because when I saw the movie Eagle Eye, I don't know if you remember this. Oh, I do. Okay, the first time I saw that, I was like, oh fuck, bro, (laughs) they know everything about everything about everything. Holy shit. And Snowden came out like two years later. Mm. Yeah, you know? you're just like, oh. But I would never forget the moment, first time I saw that movie. I'll never forget it. Because it was a moment where I, I bring it up to people all the time. You ever seen Eagle Eye? I have. I know you have. Like, we just did. But I, I asked. Oh, you uh, would ask people. Other people. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. But uh, because I go, that's the day that I realized we fucked, boy. And that's, I don't know why that movie, I was like, they're testing us. I, it just made sense to me that day. I was like, bro, that's what they
1: do. There's, like, a, there's a period of normalization right now that's happening. Yeah, it, 100%. Like right. This, this, this is, struggle
0: is normal now.
1: Yeah, well it's you you asked last week is has it, it always been like this where yeah. there's something coming out all the time like boom aliens, boom nuclear war, boom leprosy in Florida. That's what you, leprosy you, in fucking Florida right now. <laughs> you know, motherfucking leprosy. Yeah. What? Really? What? There's leprosy. Yeah. Malaria. It's been found in Florida. It's like, fuck, what's going on? And and none of this seems to face people. In fact, some some people still don't even know that that they're openly discussing the aliens that exist.
0: Mm-mm. No, no, for sure. You know. Yep. I mean, the th- murder. I just think about things like murder hornets, new virus, rhino. This I'm gonna scare you. Fear, 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 fear. Oh, I control you. Ah, it's so ridiculous, bro. It's exhausting in a sense because I can't have fun sometimes. Like I just look at him like, bro, what are you trying to do here? Like, uh. what are you doing? What's your goal? Like, and it's horrible that I'm thinking that way. But I think maybe it's not. But I think like, what's your agenda here? What are you trying to get? I'm out a of simple here? motherfucker. Not I, you. I want to watch the Seahawks. Yeah, not you. <laughs> I want a
1: really good chocolate chip cookie. Well, okay. Not you, bro. But I was looking straight at you. I want to smash a little bit. You know what yeah.
0: I'm saying? Yeah, I want to, Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's always nice. But what I'm trying, no, I wasn't meaning you, man. I was just meaning in general. Because I was looking like straight at you. Okay, because I was, was nervous like I know, a I, motherfucker. I felt it.
1: You were sweating like me in the beginning. I almost peed a little bit. Yeah, oof. So what what's going on with this sound of freedom? hmm
0: Well it's it's a very interesting thing because from what I know about it and I may be wrong but you can correct me from it the guy the executive producer of the film which is about it's about child trafficking or trafficking in just human trafficking but it really emphasizes child, child trafficking now that one of the executive producers was found to have been grooming his wife now since she was a kid and he was a youth counselor with her and they ended up, so in a sense, like he's kind of doing exactly what he promoted, mm. you know? And I've always been that dude. The loudest person in the room is probably like the most terrifying and the one you need to stay away from. Because anytime I hear any congressman preaching anti gay, I'm like, that dude's sucking some
1: dick. I promise. <laughs> Congratulations, son. You've won a genuine live homosexual. That's why I like to use the word motherfucker. Bill Cosby was all about that censorship stuff. You can't trust anybody that don't say motherfucker. Perfect example. Dude, if you got a whole bunch of sweaters in your closet and a backpack of sleeping pills and a dildo, I might want to watch out for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean... (laughs) that's the wildest one like in my life so far. Nah, that's not true. But like the one that shocked me maybe (laughs) where I was like, wait, what? And then the crazy thing is we all knew. Oh, but you didn't say anything. Oh, so you're just as fucking shady, right?
1: (sighs) (sighs) You know, this, this propaganda thing, right? The way things are are framed in the public eye, you know, and this, the sound of freedom. Um, People are claiming that that the movie is getting tampered with in the movie theaters and it's happening. Oh, well, like, no.
0: Yes, that is true. Did you want me to touch on that? My bad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So in the beginning before the actual, see, that's the thing why I don't know if this is true about this guy because, because of it, it's so how, how comfortable, how coincidental that the guy who wrote a movie that's actually going against the grain of what you're trying to preach all of a sudden now is a bad person. You know, I don't know if it's true. He may be, he may not. I don't know. But that's the story we're getting right now, you know. And then within that, though, because they didn't want that message to all of a sudden, like halfway through, the power would go out. All of a sudden, like there would be something to where they would stop the film and like move forward thirty minutes, um, offer to refund money. Uh, so it it was just constant things happening to the movie because they didn't want people to know the message. So and, they say,
1: and, and I think that that's very true. You know, there there is a lot of things like that that happen here in the United States there's a lot of slaves currently in here and there's a lot of children that are being used as sex slaves here in the United States and that and it's not like i know where the fuck they are right like that's a <laughs> statement right but here here's here's something that um that i had a hard time hearing okay uh my ex-wife the one that i was with for all those years she worked in Canada at a place that she was a supervisor that would um help counselors that were on the phone with kids that were reaching out for help. Okay. Uh, like a, a a hotline type thing. Yeah. So she was the one that stepped in when they were dealing with some shit and she would be in the background. If the kid was wanting to get help, but was thinking about suicide, she would be in the background getting a hold of the fire department or whatever to get to the kid, Mm -hmm. right. While the counselor was talking to him. But sometimes there would be other things that she would deal with. Um, This is one of the stories that she told me. Uh, There was a little girl, teenage girl, mid-teens, was calling just to talk. Just wanted to have somebody to talk to because she was afraid. She was being kept in a basement, used as a sex slave. Men would just come over to the house, and this girl wouldn't leave the basement, right? But why she was afraid is she was about to be sent to America. She didn't know where. She didn't know how for long, how long it would be. This is a, a, a teenage girl being kept in a basement that has access to a phone. Has access to a phone. The amount of control that she must have been under, the thing that made her nervous was not the fact that strange men come to use her over and over. But that she's going to a country that she's never been to before. Doesn't know how long she's going to be there or where she's going. That's a slave. Yeah. A sex slave. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure that's not the only one in Canada. And if she's no. coming here to America, that's not the only one here. No. Um, there's a fascinating Ted talk um, that talks about child slavery and, here in the United States. Uh, it's a it's a guy that tells the story of how his parents gave him over to a church group where he was supposedly going to school. But they used him in in labor, right, as a slave. And he worked in restaurants and things like that. And it got uncovered and he got his uh, freedom because one of the other boys died under the conditions that they were living within. And that's here in the United States. That's a I,
0: I, yeah the story it's crazy i didn't realize that's the case there was a you know law and order does cases yeah and they but not i i, I saw that law and order of that case with a couple little differences but yeah that's wild
1: parents giving them over Given to them a, just, a a school for church uh, that's what it was they went you to a,
0: a summer camp that could take care of them that ended up like they ended up staying there and they were like yo when are we going home And yeah. they're, and they're like well your
1: parents kind of gave you up for adoption and they're like what and this guy talks about how they would get moved around the country in all these different places. Yeah. So this is organized Yeah, that's with the face of religion.
0: That's what this, yeah, that's what this one was too. It was associated with the church. And then what they would do is the, they had to find them before the kids move, like what you're saying, they had to find the kids before they moved on to the next location. They were like, yo man, we got a day and a half before they move. Like, so we got to go. But mm. yeah, like, you. but that whole thing with the alchemist where it's something that happens once, will never happen again. But something that happens twice will certainly happen a third.
1: Now I actually want to get to a uh, couple little questions because we are running out of time. I not even know. Dude, this don't get got topic is- <sighs> It's deep. Dude, it's emo- I've been it's emotional got- for the last few episodes, people. You're just going to have to excuse Curious G because this album here, Sacrificing the Silence, that's exactly what I did. I couldn't stay silent on some of these topics, and I had to talk about them, right? Um, so e- food, like I said, the, the Manslow's hierarchy of needs seems to be under attack. Mm-hmm. 67% of U.S. adults uh, extremely are proud to be an American. 67%, right? Extremely? Extremely. When was this taken? Very recently. Really? But hold on. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> got a wild. This is this is older people. Oh, that makes sense. This is older people. That makes sense. Young people have flipped this to the extreme. Yeah. So, my question is is like the older people my age a little bit older, they probably had different messages in their entertainment than the young people are mm-hmm. getting today. So, my question are are the youth primed right now to make a change? to the basic structure of the country that is the United States. As
0: long as you don't hurt anyone's feelings.
1: Think about that.
0: No, no, I, I get what you're saying, man. Ooh. But there's so much feelings involved in this era. This, this era, new kids, and I don't care, fuck you. Fuck you and your feelings, bro. Just because you, you don't like it, doesn't mean the masses have to, f- dude, I can't. This is like, censorship is my thing. Bro, yeah. I get fucking crazy when people tell me not talk. Like people saying certain things, I'm like "you will fuck you, bro." You pay my bills and shut your mouth.
1: Well, Russia went through this. I know. They tore down the old structures of what was Russia at one time. How are they doing today? Yeah,
0: exactly. How are you doing today? Exactly. Yeah, fuck you, America, baby. No, i was just kidding. I'm yeah. just that was a joke because <sighs> we've been talking about it.
1: No, and like I said, I love the country that we think we have <laughs> oh, the, like I said the idea is great <laughs> the idea is great the one in the movies can we get oh, that shit I want shit? that one baby I want that one yeah remember that sign movie sign me up Independence Day yeah did you get three quarter chub when he gave his speech oh bro I
0: still do I watch it every 4th of July baby dude
1: this Independence Day the, the only thing that got me more excited than than his speech in that movie was you remember when that blue light shined up with the aliens about to blow them people up on top of that building mm-hmm. because that stripper there she said well, she was just oh Ooh, she Take looked good. Home. She looked good. Am and I Randy I, Quaid? Yeah. Hello.
0: Uh, dude, that movie is fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's why I love America, baby. Oh. Okay. I'm back. Let, let's calm down. Sorry, a bit. sorry, babe. I, I really enjoy Independence Day.
1: <laughs> now, you know, now I think that I think that what I just said is that the youth are primed through the propaganda that exists to make a change. I think With, that without fully understanding what it, that, that change see, could that's be. That's what
0: I, I think this, I, 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 I don't, activism is dead, bro, mm. but complaining is prime. Mm. So I don't know. A lot of these guys talk about all this shit, but nothing ever happens except Twitter.
1: Did did propaganda inside a riot? And when we went into the fucking, uh, the Capitol?
0: Did propaganda yeah. this a riot? Yeah.
1: Was it the information that was coming through the media?
0: I don't know. I don't even know how I feel about that day. I really don't. People are just like, it's so obvious. And I'm like, is it? Mm-hmm. I don't like things that are obvious because that's never the fucking
1: case. Okay, let, let's switch gears a little bit. Talking about the, 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 the attacks on things like food, shelter, mm-hmm. water, air, yeah. all that stuff. A thriving economy requires a healthy workforce. Ongoing public health threats here in America, like addiction, obesity, rising midlife mortality, people that are in their fifties fucking dropping dead. This creates obstacles for businesses to have a healthy workforce, right? You're, in, you're in a, a finance guy. The health of America is so poor, Right, relative to the residents of other countries and other nations. Um, But we actually have something that is termed the U.S. health disadvantage, right? This is actually what they (laughs) talk about in the world of economics. They call it the U.S. health disadvantage. Mm -hmm. So my question for you is, have we been fattened up for the slaughter?
0: Yes. You're slower, you're dumber, you have more entertainment. You have more options, and you have to stay less. Stay inside your house. COVID's coming for you.
1: So when when's this coming down, man?
0: Bro, I don't know, but the more I think about it, I hope I'm alive. I, and people are like, "Oh, it's so scary, bro." And I was like, "No, man, I want to. I I would. <laughs> I want to go out in a blaze of glory, bro. Like if that's the case, if like we do this shit, it's like I'm gonna be fighting on the front lines for people." You know, regardless, but I don't know. I don't know what has to happen. I don't, I don't know how much struggle has to happen before people are finally, because I'm not, I'm not in a position where I'm desperate. You know, I actually enjoy my life, <laughs> you know, same, the same. So it's for me, I'm like, well, this system is not bad, but I also have there, uh, but I know it's bad. Like I know, and I, I do care about other people and I don't like seeing people get oppressed. It's not fun but I don't know what has to happen for a group to finally be like, all right, enough is enough. Because like we say, if you keep setting a precedent that it becomes normalized, you don't ever know when you're actually going deeper. If you reset the precedent constantly, you know, it's just, you just never know. And all of a sudden, like you say, it's normal. Mm -hmm. Being disenfranchised is normal. You know, hopefully one kid succeeds out of the five is normal. The third's like, ender's game, normal. I don't know, bro. And
1: and I, I kind of wonder what it's going to take to make a change. And this is what I think. Um, when we talked about that uh, stock uh, stockholder capitalism, where where the corporations start to kind of take the reins and, and push government aside, right? This is what the World Economic Forum wants. It's slowly right? happening now. The, I mean. and their, And their metric is environmental, social, Governance Index, mm-hmm. kind of like what China has with their social, social credits. credits yeah. Okay, but here's the thing, is you want to you want to create some real propaganda, take it off the movie screens and put it in people's faces. And this is some of the ways that this happens. In, in the year 2020, there was a, a big natural experiment, according to D- Duncan Watson Paris, an atmospheric physicist at the Scripps Institute of Oceanology. He talks about how we're changing the clouds through their experiments. In the shipping corridors, there's been increased light and it represents a 50% boost to the warming effect of human carbon emissions. The IMO rules have warmed the planet now look what we talked about last week with the oceans, right? Hitting 101 degrees. There's there's basically it's doubled the warming caused by these changes to these clouds. Now this is this is an experiment that scientists are doing trying to fix climate change. Scientists believe that due to this geoengineering now that the Atlantic Ocean is running a fever. Like some of the practices that we're actually doing to try to to mitigate, address mitigate this stuff is actually making it worse you know um and what i think is going to happen when when the oceans do warm up 11 degrees in the last couple years right give it a couple more years
0: fish are going to die oh
1: it's already happening
0: oh yeah they're washing up like crazy on shore
1: and the yeah. problem is and this is where that environmental social governance index will come, right? They're going to look to people like you and me and tell us, y'all motherfuckers can't drive no more. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, gas has been $10 a gallon for a while now. And some of you already stopped driving.
0: man, yeah, but I can afford it.
1: But we don't want That's you to- a, but,
0: but, but hey man, but, oh, so you don't care about the people? Oh, uh-huh. oh so you're- Oh, so you're you want to you're going to be part of the problem rather than the solution, and it's going
1: to be a reason to keep people from moving around. Exactly, your freedom is going to disappear. It's gone now. If you can afford, if you can afford those electrical vehicles, and believe me, when you got an electric vehicle, people know where you're going at every moment of every day, mm-hmm. and we can shut that thing down. Mm-hmm. And those self-driving cars, we can turn that thing right around and have it drive right. Oh, really? <laughs> Minority that- Report, remember that, that shit?
0: hundred percent, bro. I, Demolition Man, Minority Report, Eagle Eye, all that (laughs) shit's fucking happening, bro. Dude. All of it. Cryogenic freezing, blah, blah, blah. Thinking dude, I'm just,
1: don't even. Yeah. And the thing is, is it's the corporations that are doing this damage. Yeah. The corporation. It isn't because me and you put a a little bit extra gas in our vehicle and went to the mountains. No.
0: Well, it's the whole thing like, if you just go to Starbucks- Save a Starbucks, you'll, you know, stop buying one Starbucks a day. You'll add up money to do Like, bro, that's $12,000. You really think that's going to make a difference in my life if I stop drinking a Starbucks every day? I can't put $12,000 on a fucking house. What you're talking about? It's a down payment on a car. I'm going to live my life and get my Starbucks. Shut the fuck up.
1: But that warming ocean, killing fish. True. Right, it's killing the coral reefs in Florida. They're actually removing the coral reefs and trying to move them to other parts yeah, of yeah, the world. Didn't
0: have like the barren or the what's the one in Australia? That thing's like almost dead,
1: dude. It's it yeah. gone. They turn they turn, no, they turn a reef? different color when they're dying. And it almost looks greenish gray, like a, like, like a very whitish white, opaque, yeah. opaque,
0: opaque. Yeah. yeah, whatever that word is. Yeah.
1: But but that's our that's our water. That's our food, right? Anti-hunger advocates say the U.S. is facing unprecedented rise in food insecurity. Well, dude, I read... Okay, so chicken is down.
0: Okay, this is nuts. So I read Tyson. I read, so I I look at LinkedIn quite often, and a lot of it is business articles and whatnot. And that's one thing I didn't know. I didn't realize that they're closing hell at chicken plants. And they're saying... And so every time I think... every Anytime I hear anything, I think of Truth to Power podcasts, because mm-hmm. it's what we talk about. And you... I mean, one thing, like I said to you, it's not my number one thing to talk about, but I always enjoy, you know, hearing things that you say because then it constantly keeps me going. So when I hear Tyson chicken is losing money and closing plants, I'm like, so people are buying less chicken. Well, then they have to be buying something else. So what are they buying? Message. That's what, this is what confuses me. I can't follow the trail and this is why I don't think it's real. I think they're purposely shutting down shit. Oh yeah. Like I don't, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think there is a demand for all of this. Yeah. But if you only, it's dollar, bro, it's common sense. This is a way to manipulate the economy
1: 100% and control everybody. So here's the thing. One of the things that they're saying that the higher prices of our food is caused by the, the issues that we have with climate, where we have more, Unpredictable weather patterns, right? Oversaturation at some times of the year and not enough rain at other times of the year. But the thing is, <laughs> we could be growing food hydroponically <laughs> yeah. using 75% less N- water, N- 75% less N- nutrients. N- yep. We could be erecting high rise buildings made of glass all the way around with these fucking fields of vines. food, well, just vines of food that aren't exposed to the exterior mm-hmm. and the pests, so they won't need the pesticides and the poisons that we are digesting and we could do it locally Yep. and we don't need to put it in a vehicle and drive it with gas from california all the way to fucking chicago so these solutions are right there in front of us and it would put people to work and it would lower the price of food and we could feed more people why does the government not do these things well are, we, make, are we making money abandon the people are we are we making money <laughs> It ain't about making money; it's about control.
0: I understand that, but mm. are we making money? Now that's the question. I understand what you're saying, but it is like you're still profiting no matter what. I promise you, they're making money. Oh right? yeah, At the, but you're right though; they go hand they go hand in hand with control. I mean, when you say that, like it's all yeah, it's all, they're all you one.
1: control somebody's food. It's, it's you yeah, got to buy mean, the ball. It's the same thing when you
0: control their hierarchy of needs; you control them.
1: That's exactly it. Yeah. The war on the poor for sure. So that's that's the food. Right? Our shelter, 2.3 million evictions on average in the US. 2.3 million <laughs> evictions on average in the US. And over half a million people will become homeless this year. I mean, that's a lot of evictions in one year. Two 2.3 point, million. 2.3 million evictions. Yeah. And yeah. over half a million people each year will become homeless. So we've already got outrageous homelessness, right? <sighs> Now, keep in mind that homelessness isn't, I'm just a lazy fuck. No. It is, I don't have money mm-hmm. for my home. Bro, I know people with jobs that live in their car. Yes.
0: And they have a full-time job. Yes. <laughs> just debt, this, this. bro. That whole thing is, every, when you're one paycheck away from collapsing, it's most people in America. I think it's just not. Conducive to be great.
1: Food, shelter, water. 25 million people in the U.S. are drinking water that fails to meet federal health standards, according to Consumer Reports. That is wild. 25 million. Yeah, that's wild, bro. We currently have a grade C- for the infrastructure concerning water here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Years wiped off of life expectancy and a loss of IQ because of the water that we have.
0: Yeah, that was the wildest thing in that eleven nine. That was the crazy. I didn't realize how bad, I mean, I knew lead, obviously you don't drink lead. It's never good, but I didn't realize how it affects you, <laughs> like how bad it affects you. Like it's basically makes you sterile.
1: You're just you're just alive until you die. And then it's just like, thanks. Thanks for
0: playing. Next.
1: So according to a 2020 report from Harvard, it revealed that COVID-19 related casualties were higher in areas that had higher amounts of air pollution. Demonstrating just how aggravating and taxing air com- pollution can be on the human body, so food, water, shelter, air, sleep. One in three Americans don't get enough sleep, which leads to mental illness. Right, and that's according to the Center of Disease Control. Which is so funny, and then
0: for how for how stressful lives are, it's just amazing that. No one really like mental, like mental health is just barely starting to get talked about now. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't remember ever as a kid, we're talking about mental health. No one gave a fuck. Get up. <laughs> it's like when you're hurt too, just walk it off. You're fine. Oh, you're sad. Oh, you're sad. Like, it was real. Like I remember growing up and they really didn't care. Mm. Yeah, you know, always making fun of you. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so they are kids.
1: When you were a kid did you ever get bullied?
0: Bro, I got the unique thing. No, because I was good at sports. Okay. So like when you're good at sports and school and like can dance and like stuff, you're like the cool kid. So I've always been an athlete and good at school and could dance. Yeah, and- I've,
1: I've I've become the bully of the bullies. Right? Like I like to take on shit like what we're doing today. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but a lot of it goes back to the, the bullying that I experienced when I was a kid. For sure. So I went to a school that was about 80% black. And, and I've talked about this on the podcast. My first couple of years at that school, I got in a fight every fucking week. Yeah. And it usually was against more than one person. But a lot of these kids became my best friends like by third grade, right? Of course. But there was a lot of bullying that existed in my life. Um, or, you know, because I switched schools so many times, I was always the outsider. Yeah. Know? You know what i mean so i've I've dealt with that shit a lot, um and you know one of the things that I've always noticed that it, it's always like there's a group that like will focus on smaller and weaker, yeah, you know, a group that's bigger, more powerful that that focuses on smaller and weaker
0: yeah well they they're they're easy targets, like I was uh-huh. to say you're a guppy, you know,
1: and I think that when we go into the survival mode when things like sleep, food, water, I think we're going to see people turning on people. I, Look at the way we treat the homeless. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, you, uh, I think you're right. And when you have those things, it's going to be a lot of more violence, but like instantaneous, um, almost like instant instantaneous buildup violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are just getting so frazzled. <laughs> like, I can't tell you how many times and I have to go like this, like, At least uh, At least At least Two or three times a day Cause I I tell myself now I'm able to say Is it worth this bro Are you really trying to do this man Cause you know you're gonna have to finish something I got my dress clothes on Mm. All right, whatever Be angry with yourself But But yeah man It's just um, But it is It's primed Like we're priming this bitch up Taking food Taking water Mm-hmm. Pumping anxieties, <laughs> pumping mental illness. Let's go. That's a that's a recipe for happiness.
1: And and I like to talk about in this song I play and um, don't get got. There's like uh, sounds of like the the warning that the planes are coming in for Blitzkrieg. Right? There's sounds of dogs barking like well, from the Nazi party. Was
0: it the classic like? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: There's that's that's in this song. Right. There's uh, the the Nazis marching and you can hear them, you know, saying fucking whatever the fuck Nazis say. But <laughs> you take, here's my question. How long did it take the National Socialist German Workers Party, right? The Nazis mm-hmm. to ask the question, um, should I be doing what I'm told? Should I be doing what I'm told? I mean, some people, they didn't do
0: until afterwards. Should I have listened to those who've told me?
1: Yeah, they, yeah. I mean they asked after the yeah. war was over, oh shit, how how did this happen? Right? I mean the violence that that happened and the judgment but, but and- the,
0: it's if people ask like how could this happen, it's like you don't Okay, easy. Your your family has to fucking eat. Mm. Like it's it's kinda crazy sometimes where people I don't understand. Bro, are you kidding? What would you do if your family
1: was hungry? What are you willing to do? Are you gonna tell on the people that's hunting? If is my family gonna eat? Hey, but you know that redneck dude with the gun? He's out there hunting. He's getting some meat to feed his family with these higher prices, right? And he's not taking that fake ass meat that you're trying to peddle, that you own the patent to, that we don't even know what the fucking ingredients are. You know, or are you going to tell on that motherfucker to get some extra food? Like Hunger Games. Some will. We in the... Hu- oh, fuck yeah. Some will. Bullying.
0: Some will. Bullying. You mean... It's the game. It's the world's human. It's humans, bro.
1: Oh, but you'll be saving the environment. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Get fucked. Oh, grab your guns, Bill.
0: I'm. That's the one thing, people. I am so pro Second Amendment.
1: Let's go. You know, I was not. I was not, dude. And I, I, I think I've, I've shared this. Um, I, I think I shared it on this pod. I don't even know anymore the shit that I've told. We, this it's podcast. crazy.
0: I don't either anymore because I was like, well, I think. I know. I, oh, I don't know.
1: So if I didn't mention this, uh, my mother's second husband. She got married to this dude when she was first getting off drugs and alcohol, and she was more fucked upper than a football bat. And she married a dude that would relapse all the time.
0: More fucked upper. More fucked upper than, fucked fuck upper upper than, than, a, than football a football bat. bat. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You can get by Southern Sands, I like that right? shit. So this dude, when he relapsed one time, he stripped all his clothes off. <laughs> okay. All his clothes off, and he's doing cocaine and he held us by gunpoint for 3 days. Wouldn't let us leave. Wouldn't let us do nothing. Right? Gunpoint. Put a gun up to my head and played a little bit of that Russian roulette. I was 10. So, this was before, this was before the year that I went to 5 different schools before Christmas break. Right? So that was after he went to jail, gets out and then comes back at home and brings us to church. Right. And the reason why I hit them five schools between September and Christmas is because the second time he flipped out, he put our shit in a pile and lit it on fire. Everything I owned up to that point of being 10 years old burnt the fuck up. So there's a reason why I've always been kind of a little bit apprehensive Uh around guns. And people like him that have them.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> So very justifiable. So
1: I've always kind of taken a different attitude towards that second amendment. I have really been apprehensive. I honestly have. Um, I had friends that hunted when I was a kid. I was hunting with a bow and arrow though. I didn't ever fucking touch a gun because I have issues with that shit. Um, but to be honest with you, I'm glad we have the second amendment. I am glad that we have the second amendment.
0: Would you ever own a gun now?
1: I, I, brother, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, um, I'm pretty level and emotionally balanced today.
0: Yes. I w-
1: yes, you are. But there's sounds.
0: There's I gotcha. sounds.
1: There's, there's, it's real. There's, there's a few things mm-hmm. that can, can awaken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I know my limits. Your mind's. You know, I know my limits, but, yeah, but I said once, I said once before that one of the reasons why it would be in America's best interest to care about each other is because when shit goes South in this country and people are turning on each other, that the bad thing is there's people like me out there.
0: Mm-hmm. You and I both, you, know? no, you and I both, Yeah, I will do whatever I need to do to but, make sure if this goes chaos, bro. If it's, I mean if it's real Oh he's getting his back up bro, And his balls Put them it, balls away oh, dude Oh no bro My bad Put I them just, back in But there. I'm trying to say
1: Bro We'll see what <laughs> happens We'll see what happens but All it,
0: I know is if I catch you On the stream Motherfucker you bro. No I'm just kidding
1: It is easy to not be the bully It is easy to care about The people that's around us It's easier to look at science To try to grow the food Hydroponically Than turn on each other And think that We have the answer this is my point. There's a war on the poor and it's happening through our food, through our water, through our shelter, through our jobs, through the very ways in which we sustain ourselves. I got a quote for you. Ooh, I love it. <clears throat> it's better to be a warrior in a garden
0: than a gardener in a war. Oh. So you're, that's you. You're, the, you're a warrior, bro, but you just calm. But be careful. <laughs> but be careful. Don't get it twisted. It is. It's better to be a monster, bro, and be able to control yourself. I really believe this. Like, we can go into this. This is a whole psychology and philosophy, but it is, man. Become the fucking monster and learn to control yourself. Mm. Because at any time, you need to be able to bring it out. It could be any time. It could be game time. Think about that shit, man. You never know.
1: My message is this. The value that we have as Americans is one another. We, We have a value in each other. And I truly believe that education holds the answer to every problem we face in the world today. The honest exchange of information as science pursues truth, Mm. right? Mm. The honest exchange of information, like how to grow food hydroponically and put less pressure on the planet. The value that we have as Americans is each other. And if we work together, we can make a better world. Especially if the robots are doing the back-breaking shit,
0: they live in the heavy shit. Dude. All you got to do is tell them what to do.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we are out of time. Um, mm-hmm. This is this is the episodes on "Don't Get Got." We could probably beat this drum to death, but we ain't got that kind of time. We got to get other things. <laughs> I ain't got that kind of time. Mm. Mm. So, you got anything to summarize this this topic of "Don't Get Got"?
0: Yeah, I, I, you ready for this? Uh-huh. <clears throat> know the people around you. Start looking at people closest to you. And not as a bad, but see the similarities that you have. Uh, something's coming, man. We, I don't know what it is. But if you're not ready, you will get got. If you don't think that something can happen to you, guess what? It can. I know this is scary, but guess what, man? Uncertainty is scary. And the fact that we don't know where we're going and the fact that we're struggling, you just never know. Just know that you have a powerful voice and you have a powerful idea behind you and that's the power of you self and knowing that you're worth. So take those ideas, spread them with each other and understand that you know we're, we're better as a team than we are flying solo. Mm, facts. So look, look for your team, find your squad, live in that tribe and prosper all together. You want everyone to succeed. When your circle succeeds, you succeed.
1: I think Fence. we need to remember nine twelve. We got to remember nine twelve when we was all just Americans and we saw the field the same way. Great day, great day. When we looked down that field and we saw things the same way. Go mm. Hawks, baby! Go Hawks! Go Hawks! Them motherfuckers are coming. <laughs> so for me, the, these songs aren't just songs. You know, I ain't writing just to to hear the sound of my voice. If you like the topics that we are sharing on this podcast, if you like the topics of these songs, please share them. Because guess what? They're there for free. Hmm? Ain't much in this world for free.
0: Facts.
1: I am Curious G. It's your boy Ace Cannon. This is Truth to Power. We out. Oxygen thins high as we is. We're number one. Can't give that song song. Like a whip blowing smoke of my ass a bit while we've tiptoeing through some shit just to to the quick, You're coming off lips like a dick Side neck talking type of shit we number one, what's that get? Reality comes slow as mail We wait on her check to fail Her sweet lick tongue, never tell Cultivated dreams, consumption sell Like a rock, future dives Dark view swim my eyes Some gots, gots to get Reality got like Ali hit This is an excerpt of a book called The Turning Point, written by Fridtjof Capra. We find ourselves in a state of profound worldwide crisis. It is a complex, multi-dimensional crisis whose facets touch every aspect of our lives, our health and livelihood, the quality of our environment and our social relationships, our economy, technology, and politics. It is a crisis of intellectual, moral, and spiritual dimensions, a crisis of scale and urgency, unprecedented in recorded human history. For the first time, we face the very real threat of extinction of the human race and of all life on this planet. He wrote this in 1982 and it dealt more with the threat of nuclear war. But my, how those words ring true today. This has been Truth to Power. I am Curious G. Next week, we're going to be getting into a new topic altogether. This song is called water. Divide, conquer, great divide. Here comes that slaughter divide. Conquer, take a breath, here come the water from the United States divided lately. Ununited, freaking hate me. Do we eat from one taste buffet? You wanna see like face? Okay, this is divide sharpened with hate. Do you like the tasteless we have made? 50 states, huh? United, lately mined, divided, uninformed, age attack. Braves dump. New World map splits bits. First divide us all, then comes that trail Divide, conquer. Table set us up for slaughter. Divide, conquer. Division, yo, it's in the water. Divide, conquer. Table set us up for slaughter. Divide.